Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house. Debo in the house. Victory Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Because the Green Bay Packers had a Monday night game. Before we get into that, Debo, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, we had some Triliverly, whatever that is. Trillium delivery. What did you, you get? Trillivery. Oh, that was better. That was it. Fens, the Fens IPA um, from Trillium. I, I really, I have been really enjoyed this. Uh, I got five different beers, and this is probably my favorite one of the the set I got. That's what in I'm the Victory Tuesday mug. That's the one I haven't tried yet. I have Trillium as well. We got Storoed, a little Storo drive shot out there. Oh my God. That picture is fantastic. Incredible. It's incredible. The color is incredible. I mean, in the light, it's just beautiful. Look at that. Yeah, that is fantastic. I love that photo on that can showing basically what happens when trucks go down Storoed and drive. Storo yeah. drive. All right, man. Let's do it. The Packers are 4 0. The Bills are 4 0. We Ooh. just keep keeping on. Give me your assessment of the pack after week four. So I, you know, going into that week, you're, you're talking about MVS. You're talking about Darius Shepard. They brought up Begleton. And I knew it was going to be a tight end running back game for the most part. Um, Rogers, he's just – right now, he just – he's dialed in. I love it. He, he threw another four touchdowns. They're another 30-point game for the Packers without a turnover. Uh I love it. Tanyan, breakout game. He's had two touchdowns this season. He scored three last night, so he's up to five. He has more touchdowns – or the same amount of touchdowns as Jimmy Graham had the two years he was with the Packers. So maybe we got a, a tight end. Who knows? I'd love to see Devontae Adams back, but, you know, keep winning without him and let, let him rest up. I assume we're going to see him back after the bye. The defense looked good. I know I know Julio went out. Um after the first quarter, and I know Ridley was hobbled, but you're not gonna, you shouldn't, Ridley shouldn't not catch a pass. It was a right. great day. I mean, they played great. They they put Jair Alexander on Ridley the whole game, and he just he pretty much shut him down. There was one play where he almost got the touchdown near the end of the game. Um, so the defense, sacks, Zedari Smith got three more. With a shout out to Brianna Taylor, um, and Lafleur's offense. This guy is he, – he's smart, man. He's doing things. He had three running backs in there at one point, putting people in motion. Like, you just don't know where the ball is going to go. I love it. I think it's innovative. It's better than what McCarthy was doing, and I'm sure I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on in, uh, in our NFL takeaways. But, you know, it's not stale. It's not the same. Let's do, let's do just a slant. Let's do just this. There's play action. There's um, jet sweep action. It's, I love it. I, I love that they're doing it. Obviously, I know – that um, Rodgers is not going to throw 52 touchdowns and zero interceptions, which is his pace. Could he do it? I mean, um, I think it was Jamal Williams already said that if the ball doesn't get tipped, he's not throwing an interception this year. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I, again, don't believe that. I look forward to Adams coming back. We got a bye, and then we got, we got Tom Brady coming. Uh, we got to go to Tom Brady. So should be awesome. 4-0, we're going to enjoy it. See what happens. Listen, I, I will say this. Rodgers is, 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 is in full chef mode. He is 
cooking. Like when I did that, you were kind of big boy crying on Facebook a little bit last night about how how you, the team didn't have any wide receivers. I did. No, what, I posted one thing. Big boy crying like, a little bit, a little, just a little bit. Your team's three and zero. Eric Rogers playing MVP style football. Devontae Adams already been out a week. You know, I was. I, and Lazard I was, was gone, and you have MVS, who's the most incons- one of the most inconsistent receivers that should be good. Dude should have probably got 10 receptions last night. He had four for 56. And if he had 10 receptions <laughs> for 100 yards, my ass would have been a little bit more richer after winning that 400 on FanDuel. I would have had 1,000, but we're not going to go there. Right. I, I, feel you, I feel you. But, yes, <laughs> he is rolling. I mean, I, I don't know. They're, they're, they, they, you guys are just in a great place right now. There's, Can't there's... complain. I mean, somehow Minnesota beat Houston, so – they, they got a win, but Chicago lost, two-game lead already. Mm-hmm. Going into the bye. It's going to be a tough, tough slide right after we come out with, uh, with Brady, but we'll see what happens. And, you know, uh, Houston is right after that. Right, right. And an early bye for you guys. So, chance for you guys to get healthy, but also means you got a long stretch of games without Yeah, any- you got – we had Kenny Clark, Kirksey, Adams. Then King got hurt in the game. Um I can't remember the uh, – Segura, Degara, the tight end, the rookie tight end, he, he – his ACL is out. So, he's out for the season. But it's a good – unfortunately, it's early. But fortunately, the right time with all the injuries. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to say something. Bill. Oh, no. Go ahead. No, no I was just going to say, I thought the Bills played their best game of the season. Now, they only won 30-23, to 23, though, that last touchdown by, by – by the Las Vegas Raiders was a bit of a garbage touchdown, whatever it is, what it is. This was the game that proved to me this team's pretty good, right? Like early in the season, not great teams. You got the Dolphins, you got the Jets. You win those games, that's great. The game against the Rams, they were kind of up big, down, whatever. This was the game where they actually showed me that they can do it on both ends of the football and that they can impose their will on teams because – they were kind of just hanging around with the Raiders, and then the offense just kept humming, and the defense woke up, had a couple of big stops in the second half, and that was that. Um, and that just, that just proved to me that they're a good team. And, again, I don't know what's going to happen next week with the Titans. Hopefully they play. But that's going to be a really good test for them because that's a team that they're going to have to stop the run, which they haven't been great at. They haven't been good when teams start play action uh, on them, and so that's going to be challenging. But let me say this. Stephon digs the truth, man. Like, haven't had a good receiver like that for a while, like a real, real good wide receiver where you can just put it out there and have him catch it. It's incredible to have Stephon Diggs. I saw, I saw a tweet um, by a Bills Mafia person that said, Diggs is what we drafted Sammy Watkins to be. Yeah. That's and, and I think that, and I, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, He's just – oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, what all I was going to say, and, I, and you know, it's your team to let you talk. Um, I love he, – you know, he hasn't really said much. He's not getting the 10 catches for 140 yards. He's, I mean, he had one game where I think he only had like three catches for 50 yards and a touchdown, but they're giving him so much attention, the defense that is, that Cole Beasley and was it Greg Davis? Gabriel Davis, the rookie, yeah. Gabriel Davis, they're just – 
wide open and they're getting they're getting plays and then you got Tyler Croft and don't forget John Brown don't forget Dawson Knox like and don't forget Singletary coming out of the backfield that was one of the things I was going to say nine different pass catchers in the game yesterday so like you you don't to your point about about Rodgers and and the Packers you don't know where it's coming and yes Stefan Diggs is taking people away but when you watch the game even when even when they're got one guy they got two guys on them Al is still going to chuck it to him when he's got the chance because he just goes up and gets it. And, yeah. I, I, again, that's a great point. It's just nice to have a guy that you know, when in doubt, you can put, it, put the ball in his direction, he's going to go get it. Yeah, right? no doubt. And it makes everybody else around him better. Like you said, Beasley's getting more opportunities. Uh, the, the rookie Davis is getting opportunities. John Brown, who's coming back, you know, nursing a, a, like a hamstring or something like that, he's a burner. At some point in the season when they start really double-teaming digs, He's just—he's going to be wide open. I mean, there's a couple of plays yesterday they showed a replay where there were three or four guys wide open. And oh, that was ridiculous! And and they did that in the Packers game too, where he threw a, a wide open touchdown pass, but Tanyan and and the other receiver, I think it was Shepard, was wide open for touchdowns yeah. too. It's it's crazy because the Falcons, lots of injuries. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just don't know how to cover. And 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 to that point, Josh Allen was really good. Like. He threw the ball away a little bit yesterday or, or on Sunday, that, which made me happy. But but he gets it. Like, he gets things that you want your quarterback to get. A perfect example was on one of those plays when the Bills, when, like, five guys were wide open. It was right after one of the, the Raiders' top CBs had gone out with an injury. So what does he do on the very next play? They do a bunch play. They get some movement. They get some picks. And they go right after that cornerback. And, get, and, and Gabriel Davis catches that long touchdown for an easy score. And it's like, you're like, whoa. Like, he's getting it. And, again, I think it was a great pick by the Bills. There was a lot of people who thought he wasn't going to make these, these progressions over the years. But he's clearly become a quarterback who can still sling it. He can chuck it. That ball he threw to Cole Beasley in the end zone when Be- Beasley did, like, a freaking backflip was ridiculous. But he's got touch, and he's definitely better at reading the defenses. And, again, they've got the Titans, and then they got the Chiefs. And so in the next two weeks, they're going to get two teams that are going to pretty much determine kind of, like, how good they really are right? They, yep. they had a couple of easy games. They've had a couple of games against decent teams, but now they got to go out and do it against teams that were in the playoffs last year. No doubt. I, I, it, I'm excited for the Bills. I think I said this last week, too. Just it, It's good to see them back in the winning ways. Uh, you know, when we grew up what, you know, watching the Bills for those four Super Bowl runs, it was awesome enjoying that, and it's good to see that happening again. And the other thing is, and I'll finish on this, it was really great last night on Monday Night Football to hear the announcers talking about how good the Bills were. That hasn't been the case for about 20 years. Right. But on, in the, the Patriots-Chiefs game, they were like, now the Patriots have to catch, catch the Bills. And, oh, by the way, the Bills are really good. And yeah. it's been – like, I'm, I'm pretty composed right now, but inside I'm like, it's about damn time we roll. Yeah, no doubt. And if they keep winning, man, I might just start losing my mind. I don't know. I, I hope you lose your mind. I mean, they're 4-0. I mean, they're 4-0. And again, they started 4-0 before. Most recent time they did, I think they finished like 7-9, and nine, so not great. But they've still got – whatever. We can talk about this team all they want, but, like, they, they're rolling. Well, this is going to be the year, right? Packers, Bills, Super Bowl, and we can't really do much to celebrate it because there's going to be no Super Bowl – no one at the Super Bowl, and we're not going to be able to go anywhere to enjoy it. Well, let's get into the takeaways because I'm going to start. I'd love that. 
I was a little bit worried last week about whether or not we were going to have an NFL season. It, it felt like in, in the span of, of a couple of days, it went from like, we are rolling as a season to holy crap. Are we, are we, are we going to have to put the brakes on the season? There is no flexibility in the season. Like there's no ability to add weeks on. I mean, in theory, yeah, and, and you know, and that that could change. I mean, they could move, they could push the Super Bowl back if they had to. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. I legitimately said on uh, I was on my way to Jacob's game on Saturday when the news about Cam came out, and I was like, uh oh, that that's going to postpone another game. Mm-hmm. And then the news about the Saints player came out, and I'm like, oh no! Thankfully, that was a, a false positive, and you know. Titans have now tested negative. They're good. They're going to reopen. Looks like you're going to get your game against them next week. Um, And somehow, even though Cam's just chilling in the quarterback room with all these players, he's the only one with it. Yeah. I I think I read something today that someone else from the Patriots went on to the COVID list on Tuesday. So that's that's a little nerve-wracking. But But is is it – if you go on the COVID list, is it – Confirm that you have COVID? No, it could just be he was in close contact. So yeah. Um, but yes, I, I agree with you. It, it was it was a little scary that we weren't gonna have a season and I think we're gonna have another week like that. Yeah. I'm sure. And again, like I, the other part of it is I'm just gonna say this these teams gotta be careful. I mean, I saw the Packers today announce that they weren't gonna have fans in the stadium because because of just the growing concern of COVID in, in Wisconsin and you know, there were something like 16,000 people at the Chiefs game last night. Most of the people they showed in the stands had the mask all the way on. But, like, you, I mean, again, so far so good. They've done a good job. But, yeah, this, you know, it was about a three-, four-day period there where I was like, it's about to get shut down. Yeah, Matt LaFleur came out and, like, at the end of his conference was like, yeah, we're going to keep wearing our masks and we're going to really urge our community to start doing that too. Like, Hey, if you want to come watch a football game of how good we are, like we're a good football team. If you want to enjoy this, do what you need to do so we can actually have you in the stands. Because yeah. Green Bay and um, Green Bay and uh, I think it's Madison are out of control right now. Numbers. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. All right, what do you got? Why is Dallas so bad? Like I picked this team to win thirteen games. Thirteen they, is that? Oh my goodness! Is they that literally have. They I think they have to. They literally have to win their next every game to do that. I don't. And they're not going to. But yeah, I mean, so the offense is doing good, and, and their numbers look fantastic. But the problem is, they're not doing it at the beginning of the game. Right. Right. So they're falling behind. Hold on. Hold on. They put up fourteen in the first quarter. Against the Browns. Right, but they were down. They were up. So I was watching that game. I actually thought they were going to run away with this game because in the back of my head, all I was thinking about how you don't like Baker Mayfield and you don't think he's a good quarterback. And that's fine. Okay. Well, the best, and the they best were, quarterback they, on that team is Landry. <clears throat> probably not, but that's fair. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely not wrong. But, like, they came, they came out and scored 14 points in the first quarter, and the announcers were like, they can't be stopped. And then – Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, 
Your point Multi- is is on point. They're, I don't know what the hell is wrong with them. They should be winning games. Like, the, yeah, their numbers are so good. Their defense is, like, terrible. Like, just if you're in fantasy football, anyone that plays them, just play that offense. Right. Like, that's that's, right. that's where it is. Um, but, yeah, I, and it's funny because, you know, obviously I'm on Packer Twitter and you hear, oh, it looks like Mike McCarthy's going to get fired soon. No, he's not. He's He'll get through the season – He's still what? They're what? Half a game back of first place? Not even a half a game because it's a tie. So that's exactly what I was going to say is that my first thing was how bad is the NFC East? I mean, to your point, Mike McCarthy and Dallas Cowboys can get into the playoffs with seven wins and it's it's fair game. He wins a couple of games in the playoffs and nobody's going to say anything. But like the NFC East is bad, man. I mean, I know the Eagles finally got off the schneid, but like, basically, the same the 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 Niners had to have everybody injured for them to, uh, for them to to. I know Kittle was back, and we can talk about Kittle a little bit because that guy's absolutely ridiculous. But like, the yeah. NFC is awful. It, it's it's pretty bad. D- Dallas should still be the team to beat in that division. <laughs> I'm sorry, like they I know have, you picked, have to be. picked Philly, but like at this point. They are. They have the most talent on offense. It's the defense. Philly at least to stay in games because their defense is good. Right. And they have. And they have. And I watch. They have nobody to throw the ball to. I, I told you that. I know, but they, I just figured. It, this, you said the same thing about the Packers, and they're they're throwing it to people, but like they have nobody to throw it to. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the Texans finally fired Bill O'Brien. Something that I think they should have done a while ago, but he kept doing enough to stick around. They fired their GM. He took over the GM capabilities. He gave away all their picks. Does this ignite their season? They're 0-4. I said at the beginning of the season, I had no idea why their win total was so low. I now know why. They're not very good, even though I still think they're good. Do they start winning games now that he's not the coach? Um, I hope not because the Packers still got to play him. <laughs> no, I mean, Deshaun Watson, he, he's good. He, he's a good quarterback. Brandon Cooks has done nothing. Randall Cobb was doing nothing in Green Bay. Will Fuller looked really good. He's, I mean, but he's literally one step off the curb away from being shelved for the rest of the season. I know everyone is, but, like, that's what he does. He usually misses four games, five games a season. David Johnson, as much as I thought he was going to be fine with that team, he doesn't look great. The offense doesn't – the defense doesn't scare me. Watt isn't really as good as he was. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he got hurt so many times recent, the last couple of years, and I don't know if they're good. I think, I think they have a bit of a bounce back, if only because people are going to be motivated. I, I mean, I know it seems like Bill O'Brien's a pretty good coach, but it's clear that whatever he was doing there was stale. I mean, even last year when they made, you know, when they were up 24 nothing on, on KC and people were like, holy crap, like, they they still never seemed like a team that were, were that confident. I yeah. felt like a lot of games last season, Watson had to do a, a, a balancing act in, in, in the fourth quarter, had to bring them back, had to make all these big plays. They have, I mean, you just mentioned a bunch of guys that are offensively talented that so far this season haven't been doing anything. And, yeah, they haven't done anything, but, like, why? Why is Brandon Cooks not catching balls? 
Why is Will Fuller the only guy? Why is Randall Cobb not involved? David Johnson might not be what he once was, but, like, why is he not running the ball officially? Right. And, again, O'Brien had just announced that he was going to take over play calling. I don't really understand what that means. Maybe he had a disagreement with the offensive coordinator. Haven't, have they announced who the, 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 the interim coaches? I feel like they haven't. Oh, been, I, I haven't heard that at all. It what just I'm feels hoping. like it's a cluster over there in Houston because, like, you'd figure they'd fire the guy and be like, all right, so-and-so's the interim coach. And instead they're like, he's fired and we're not going to say anything. I mean, unless I've just missed it, but I have not seen anything. But, you know, what, what I'm hoping um, – Maybe someone like Eric Bieniemy gets a chance to coach that team. Like this guy, I, I know he's got Mahomes, but man, he puts out a pretty good offense to be able to do that. So hopefully he gets a shot at least to interview, and hopefully he can get that job. Yeah, I, I just would love to. I'd love to see them turn it around. If for yeah. no other reason than I invested heavily in Deshaun Watson in my fantasy teams this year, but also because I just like I don't understand how that guy's not just dominating like, this league. Yeah, he's really he's really really good. He's got weapons. And yet, here we are with an 0-4 record so far. Okay. So, I have a rookie quarterback who has come in, 931 yards passing, five touchdowns, three interceptions. Looks good. He's getting Keenan Allen involved, Justin Hebert. But they're Mm 0-3. Do the Chargers want to win? And are they going to put Tyrod Taylor back in to try and do that? Because that was their plan from the beginning. Because it was the team's fault that he's not playing. You don't put Tyrod Taylor back in. No. I mean. You, 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 and, and here's the thing. That team's actually pretty good. They've got a good defense. We've talked about this before. Yes. They've got some receivers. You know, they lost Eckler, and that stinks. But a, a, a top ten draft pick, if they don't win a lot of games – is either assets that you can pick up somebody to to toughen up that offensive line, yep, or or you can trade and, and pick up some some players along the way. Hebert's been pretty good, yeah. He's been better than really good. I mean, he had them humming against the Buccaneers this week. Um, yeah, he just hit a lull towards the end of the third and in the fourth. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're just they're they're good. They're they they've got good players. The Bucks are just a really talented team and. They eventually just got the best of, of, of the Chargers. I, I don't think the Chargers should care about winning a lot right now because their rookie quarterback's playing really well. And to me, if your rookie quarterback is playing really well, it doesn't matter wins and losses because most of the time it's not your first year that, that should matter. And, and same can be said for Joe Burrow, who got his first win, that yeah. it doesn't matter that they're not winning games. If he's playing good and he's staying healthy, that's all that matters. Which, again, I'm just going to say this again. It blows my mind that Tua is not playing. What are they waiting for in Miami? Yeah, because they, Why they are you announced Fitzgerald. What is the point? They announced that Fitzpatrick is going to uh, is going to be starting again. I, I think it's it's so they're, stupid. They're, I mean, they're they're playing San Francisco, so maybe it's the week after because they don't want to get him killed. But Bosa's not there, so never mind. I don't know. I, you start. Well, what are we waiting for? Unless unless he's unhealthy. You look at Boro, you look at Hebert, you look at these quarterbacks that are getting it done. What, what are you waiting for? This, the league that we're in now is not a league where you let your quarterback sit for a year. You need, especially in this league where if you're, it's not like 10 years ago where if your quarterback got in there, they were going to take these wicked hits and maybe get injured. Right. I'm not the Jets, but we'll get to them in a minute. 
the rookie Donald, you know, that guy. Um, what a rookie. Stop calling him a rookie. But why are they not playing Tua? Put that damn man in the game. Let him cook. Fitzpatrick right. sucks. They're, it, are they 0-4? Are they? Is that what they are? Are the Dolphins 0-4? I think so. Or 1-3. doesn't matter. Who cares? Get it. Be done with what is Brian? Well, I mean, it's not like it's not like the situation in Green Bay. It's not like the situation in Buffalo where you got two rookie quarterbacks sitting behind all-star Pro Bowl players. You have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who you know has kept them in a game. I think they did win one game, but yeah, they, I mean they should have. They probably could have beat Seattle yesterday if he doesn't play terrible. But I don't know. It, it, I, will, I, will I, I agree with you. Play. You play him. You play Tua. Yeah. That, that was my next one, but I'm going to finish here. How does Adam, Adam Gay still have a job? And I say that out loud, but then I think, let's keep him in the job. I, I want to start a movement for Adam Gase to keep his job because the longer he's the coach of the New York Jets, the more games they lose. And unfortunately for Sam Darnold, the more hits that guy's going to take. Like, <laughs> I know I talk about him. I'm going to talk about him every week. But how is this guy still a coach? How, how, how? If you're the Jets, why is this guy your coach? And to your point about, like, a guy like Eric Bieniemy, wouldn't it be great to be able to match up your, 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 your quarterback who you're going to have to make a decision on his future soon, right? Because this is year three. I know he's not a rookie. It's year three or four for him. Whatever, whatever Allen's year is. Right. So it's year three. Things up, uh... So you've got a year until you get to start negotiating. You probably want a coach who's going to be able to put him in some good situations. And again, all I'll say is this. It's not that quarterbacks aren't going to get injured nowadays, but the league is so designed to protect quarterbacks. And offenses are such with the the jet sweeps and the the run, run pass option and all this movement that it's really hard to get after the quarterback. It's really hard to hit the quarterback hard because there's so much going on. And so when I hear Sam Darnold getting pummeled over and over again, I'm just thinking to me, like, what, what are they running down there? Yeah. It's I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's just he, – he's, unfortunately, he's just Sam Darnold, so he's not getting the, the calls that probably should be called for him. I mean, I, you feel bad for the guy because, I mean, he has shown some good flashes. Like, uh, that I he is – He's a, a good quarterback. quarterback. I do. I, I think I, – I agree with you. And, you know – up until last week, he only had Crowder in the first game of the season, and that's his best receiving option. But here's my He's thing. Running Frank Gore out there on, on, as a running back. Like, in a league where offensive masterminds are everywhere, I mean, McVeigh, your boy, um, Shanahan, even the offensive coordinator for the Bills, who Brian D- Dabble, who seems to have figured this NFL thing out, even though – he was a little bit in the NFL, a little bit in, in, the, in, the, in the college ranks. Like, yep. the Jets' offense is awful. It's just not good. They have – I mean, it's just – they're bad. They're bad. But listen, hashtag keep Adam Gates. That's where I'm at. That's what I'm going to start, start the movement. All right, my last one. Yeah. How good for the Patriots was it that they signed Cam Newton after seeing last night with Hoyer – and Stidham and what they did. I, I mean, mean Stidham's thrown three pick sixes and he's got like eight career throws. I mean, it's not that low, but I'll it, say this. You're absolutely right. 
But with one caveat, Josh McDaniels would have created an offense for, for Stidham. That's fair. Warrior. They would have looked different. They literally had to do this. They had to change this offense. This is fair. In, like a day and a half. in the span of two or three days. And yep. again, they're professionals. They got to do it. But like, I think it, to your point, it, it shows how important the quarterback position is. Obviously, we know that. But also, how important the offense be tailored to the, the strengths of your quarterback. We don't know what Stidham can do because he's played very, very little. I don't think he's a very good quarterback. I think the Patriots probably know that, um, which is why they started like a 15-year veteran over him. Yeah. Is really bad and literally just kind of threw that game away for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, having Cam Newton, great. Yeah, when they didn't get that field goal at the end of the half because he got sacked, I was like, how do you not? Oh, two step drop, no one's open, throw it away. Throw it over someone's and head. He and he haven't played in, in five years because he's been sitting on the bench watching Tom Brady. Or where, you know, I know he was a couple other places, but like, yeah, yeah. The, ru- the rush shows. It shows. I mean, yeah. how much practice are those guys doing in the Cam Newton offense on a week-to-week basis? Probably not. You know? I mean, no big deal, but the Bills are two games up on the Patriots. It is what it is. I love it. All right. Let's move quickly to the NBA Finals. Tonight is game four. Series stands two to one. I just want to say one thing. Jimmy Butler's game three performance, incredible. Incredible. Uh, he was he was cooking. He, <laughs> he was cooking. He was cooking. Um, no, that he, he was he, you know, Braun pissed him off and was basically Braun. I think I think I read something where Braun said, like, you're done. And Butler kind of took uh, took exception to it. And you know what? Bam's back tonight. They want to have Bam and Goron. What the? Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. This is a must win for both teams. And I obviously you want to win. But what I'm saying is, I think if LA wins this, it's over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if Miami wins it, I think it's going seven. I like All it. Like, I like. I, like, I, like I don't know. I like. We saw it with the Celtics. They are a gritty team. They will do what it takes to win. Like, you think they're done, and then they just come back and finish it off. Yep. Butler's not afraid of the spotlight. He's nope. not afraid to guard Braun if he has to. He, he's out there ready to go. So, yeah. six. So, so, 45 minutes, 40 points, 13 assists, 11 boards, and he guarded Braun. This dude's 6'7", 230. He's not a small dude. And my favorite part of all of it, him trash talking all day long. Yeah. And I like that guy's awesome. No, I don't I like mean, that he beat I don't like that he beat the Celtics, but that guy's awesome. No, I enjoy it. So who do you think's gonna I mean right, we both picked the Lakers, so he's Yeah, with that? I think I think he, I think your point's a good one. I, I think if the Lakers win tonight, it, you know, it's not it's not over over, but it's such a hard, such a such a big mountain for the Heat to climb. You basically have to per, play perfect basketball. I mean, Jimmy Butler literally had to do every little thing. Um, your role players have to play out of their mind. Goron's got like a torn plantar fasciitis or whatever it is. Yeah, gross. I don't even know if that's like if you can do anything with that. But 
Yeah, I mean, I just had like, like it's swollen and it was painful. Yeah. So I can't imagine it tearing. Yeah. So I mean, again, to your point, if they if, if the Heat can pull out another victory, everybody but Brown's going to feel the heat because I mean, I feel like he's been in the moment enough that he's not going to worry. But every one of those guys, maybe Rondo will feel it, but every one of those guys, going to Kuzma, even Anthony Davis a little bit, as good as he's yep. been, those guys are going to be looking over their shoulder just a tiny bit, where if it's three to one, they can kind of believe that at some point in the next three games, they can win one. I agree. All right, let's finish with baseball. The first round is over. There it is. We're now into the divisional series. Yep. It's already started. The goddamn Astros are already up 2-0. Ugh. But let's run through the, the, AL, the ALDS real quick. So you've got the Yankees and Rays. Yankees are already 1-0. I think they're even winning game two already. Do the yeah, Rays last four I saw was 1-1. Do, do the Rays stand a chance in this series? Best of five. Best of five. So they got, you got to get the three. I mean, Garrett Cole's going to pitch again if, the, if, if it goes to four. No, I, I think, you know, I, I think we, I mean, we were both surprised how good Tampa ended up finishing up. Um, and I think when we did our, um, our preview of the season, if the Yankees can stay healthy, they're almost unstoppable. And they're healthy. When they, they, when they went on their losing streak, they were all unhealthy. Like they, they were down judge. They were down Stanton. It was just, it was horrible. They're all healthy. Yeah, like pitching isn't great, but again, if your offense is that good, I don't think it matters. Right. I mean, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. The other one is is Houston, Oakland. Houston's already up 2-0. This 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 the idea that it's going to be a Yankees, Astros, ALCS really makes me want to vomit. Not because I'm a Red Sox fan, but because I felt this was like the year that we could get some fun teams out of the AL, and now it just looks like it's going to be the same old, same old, big money spending cheaters that they are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do, do the A's have any okay. chance of coming back? I mean, again, the Astros did not – They, again, I'm still trying to figure out how they got the seed they did, and then they finished under 500, and here they are, a, a game away from the, the goddamn AL, ALCS. Just they. Their pitching finally got back together. I know I – and they're hitting. Like, it's like maybe they have – maybe instead of um, trash can banging, they have earpieces. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, no. I just assume they got earpieces, and I got – you got to check them. <laughs> but, I'm, but you know what? It's just like that's just the thing that makes me the, the maddest. All right. I'm, I'm going to flip real quick. I'm going to go with this the, the, this, the one that hasn't started yet because I want to get to you last. Dodgers Padres, what do you think? Man, I mean, being of the season, I would have said what a twenty-game sweep, like twenty. <laughs> sweep. Like I think we both were under for San Diego. Yeah. I still think the Dodgers are going to take this series. They're the better team. Um, San Diego's young, and if they're just like we don't care, and they just start swinging freely and make some connections, then it's it's it, they could absolutely outscore this team. Yeah. Um, but the Dodgers have so much pitching, and it, it, did they? Did, I know they just announced rosters, but I didn't see it. Did San Diego? Did uh, is Clevenger on the? I thought he was getting put on the roster, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I thought he was going to be. Yeah, 
I don't think they have enough pitching to to to, to actually stay with them. Dodgers are probably going to win this, but you never know. I mean, anything can happen. I'd rather as as a Braves fan, I'd rather see San Diego than LA, but I, I think the Dodgers will be going. Yeah. I mean, when Kershaw's your number two, that's that's pretty damn good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I want Slam Diego to be the team that gets to the the NLCS to, to face off with your Braves, but like, I, I think the Dodgers. I mean, they're they're far and away the best team in, in the NL right now, and yep. they should win. But you know what? Let's see if San Diego can pull off a miracle. All right. We'll step back. You do your thing. You're up one nothing already. What do you think? I mean, I don't have too much to say. You know, that we, we the the Braves they finished off the Reds with dominant pitching. The bullpen's on absolute fire right now. They they've let up I think it's a total of one run in three games. And it's insane. You know, Max Fried, he he struggled today, but he did enough to get them to the bullpen and keep him in the game. He didn't get blown out. He had a chance to get blown out early and did what he had to do. I mean, they're going to win the series. I, I think that they, they have enough, <laughs> they, they have enough, they have enough talent and experience to win the series, even with rough, with rough pitching. Yeah. Um, and then Acuna's fired up. I mean, I don't know if you saw what happened. He hit the home run, maybe have flipped his bat or thrown it in the air. And then, so somehow accidentally a, a pitch hits him next in, next at bat. Mm-hmm. You don't ever want to put someone up on base in the playoffs because that could be the game winning run. Right. Um, but he took an exception to it and he started walking slowly to the mound while running his mouth. Um, and then he scored and it, it, he's fired up. The team's fired up and they put up nine runs today. That's what I expect on their, on their ace. Well, he didn't do it on their ace, but they put up five or something on their ace. So I, I think they're going to win this, and I don't think they'll sweep them. Probably looking at like a 3-1 victory, and that's fine. I'll take that. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're going to put up nine runs a game, you're going you're gonna to win the series. Yep. So they're in a good place. All right, well, we've got a lot to look forward to in the Major League Baseball season. Uh, damn it, the Houston Astros and the, the New York Yankees. God, I just can't get over that. All yeah, right. Well, you know, I would have loved to have seen Tampa and Oakland – just give me one of them. Just like I don't need, like I don't just one of them. Not I just don't want like so so over this. Get, get rid of those cheaters. All right, let let's move to last call. Brought to you by Progression. Debo, what do you got? Man, I don't know where to go on this. I have one topic. Two. I have three topics. Okay. And, and I've been thinking like I, I should stay in sports because that's what we're talking about, but I can't. Like, <laughs> I'm irritated by, I, by everything that's been going on in the last few days with Trump's COVID, the White House COVID, just now he's out here saying we're not going um, to negotiate on the, the coronavirus stimulus anymore. Listen, this guy needs to be voted out. He is right now the worst thing for Americans. I don't care what anyone says. Great. Your 401k went up a little bit. That means nothing to me. Your money means nothing to me. The fact that people are being discriminated against, people that aren't rich, that don't even have a 401k, can't even afford to pay their rent because this guy doesn't want to do negotiation. It's getting old. I'm sick of it. He's a piece of shit. 
I'm sorry. I, I've never been this forceful on it. I actually have a Biden-Harris sign outside, which I didn't think I would actually ever do. And I'm down for it because fuck Donald Trump. I'm over it. Get him out of here. I, I can't do it anymore. Like, I, the ugliness that is happening in this world is because of him. I'm sorry. It's his fault that everyone is out here running their mouths about everything. And one thing I love is he, he did his little Proud Boys thing on Twitter. They did Proud Boys. The, the gay community went out there and took over that hashtag. So Proud Boys, fuck you. Fuck you, Donald Trump. I'm over it. You know, I had this whole thing about the French Open. I don't know if you know the French Open's going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rafael Nadal, no, you know, Novak Djokovic. I, I, you know what, I'll just put that to the side. I'm, I'm with you on that, D. I think that the reality is that not, not only are we in this place where you've got 10 million people still without jobs, you've got healthcare becoming a bigger issue because of pre-existing conditions and coronavirus and the fact that 210,000 people have already died. There's, there's projected another 200,000 people could die over the, over the course of this virus. By the, by the end of this year? I don't know if it's by the end of this year, but but the, 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 there's projections that there's there's going to be a lot of lives to lost. We live in a world where people live and die with Donald. Yeah. They believe that whatever he says is the most important thing, and I don't know if they care more about being a Republican or more about like the fact that this guy has given them or empowered them to be something more than who they are. Whatever it is is to your point, the divisiveness in this country is unbelievable. I get it. There's a lot of people on the left that are mad at what's going on, but typically they seem to be mad about the fact that more people aren't being supported in this country, or people on the right tend to just be mad that you're making fun of Donald Trump. He's a bad person. He's a sick person. He's getting more and more sick people, or more and more people sick. And if just one of these people die, that were infected at at that ceremony last Saturday to, to introduce Amy Cohen Barrett, Bartlett or whatever her name is, the Supreme Court nominee, um, that, that death is on the hands of those people that were there. And, it, and, and it's, just, it's just really unfortunate that, we, that in this moment in time when we should be coming together because we're in a freaking pandemic that, um, you know, to your point, we're more divisive than ever. And that's just important. I mean, it, it totally is unfortunate. But to your point, like, we got to keep being loud. We got to keep voicing our opinions. And most importantly, we got to get out and vote. I mean, this guy comes out here and says it's not that big. Basically, he said it, that it's not a big deal. I beat it. I mean, this guy, he gets to go into Walter Reed, get 10 doctors, and he, they're only looking at him. While Mr. Smith down the street goes in, they're like, oh, well, you don't need a ventilator, so don't come in. And then he dies at home. Like, it's, like I see these horror stories of people saying, I didn't get to say goodbye to my father when he was dying because I had to do it over a phone and this motherfucker gets to walk out of a hospital. I'm not saying I want him to die. I did not want that. And I will never say that, but it, it is the, the way he's downplaying it because supposedly he's beating it right now, which I, I think is still sketchy because I've seen, you know, we've seen the videos, not sure if he's quite past that part where he's going to beat it, but I don't want him to die but I think he needs to check his ass and start say, you know what? We messed up, put a mask on, let's save everyone's lives. That's all I have to say. I can't keep talking about this because I'm pissed off. I think that's it, folks. We'll see y'all next time. By the way, just real quick, this was episode 40, folks. 
We hit the 40 mark. Holla at your boy. My birthday. We'll see y'all next time, y'all. Peace.